Listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Felice Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. We are on episode 54 of the Real Talk SLP podcast. And today we're going to be talking about three ways to use themed verbs in grammar therapy. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I have worked in the school setting, it's mixed groups all day, every day, and they're feeling kind of tricky, right? (laughs) They're tricky at times because you're trying to cover all these different goals in a short period of time. And you're also trying to save your sanity with planning therapy so that you're not like spending gobs and gobs of time planning out what you're going to do for each student. So over the years, I have found that for a lot of my groups, not all of my groups, but implementing a themed based approach or a literacy based approach has been The most effective in planning for a lot of grades, a lot of ages, and goals. So today we're going to be talking about how you can use themed verbs in therapy. I'm going to share three ways that you can go deep with teaching themed verbs. Now, before I jump into that, I want to tell you about a free download that you can get on my website. I have a blog post called 30 themes that you can use in your therapy room. And these themes will give you inspiration for the school year. There's 30 different themes that are very popular to use with students that I have found to be effective for serving students in the school setting. But even better on this blog post is there is a free themed therapy idea guide. And so in this guide, there are over 100 seasonal and non-seasonal themes listed out for you. There's a themed calendar so you can plan out what themes you want to cover for the year, as well as a editable PDF that you can plan your themes out. So I'm going to Put a link in the show notes, but you can also go to thedabblingspeechy.com. And if you search 30 themes, you will find that blog post with some inspiration and you can get that free download. So let's talk about three ways that you can use theme verbs and grammar therapy. Now, when I think about these three ideas, <laughs> I think about the song by the Bee Gees. How deep is your love? I really need to know. I don't know if you're a Bee Gees fan. I definitely like them. This song makes me think of themed verbs because there are some really cool tips that I'm going to tell you today about how you can go deeper with teaching verbs to your students. And you can do that using themed verbs. And let's talk about that for a minute before we go into the three tips. So here's the deal. If you have a theme and you're like, I'm so excited, I'm doing an apple theme, we're going to have these apple baskets and they're going to put their verb cards in there. If the verb cards are not related to actual apple concepts, 
essentially what you're doing is you're doing a fun little apple theme, but you're picking uh, random verbs to use with that apple basket. And let me just preface this and say, that's totally fine. That is totally fine to do. And that is not a bad way to approach therapy. But what that really is, is it's a skill-based approach. Because when you're picking random verbs like eat, brush, comb, draw, write, and they don't relate to the Apple theme, there is no context that the students are drawing from to talk about those verbs, right? So I'm getting this out of the way so that you know what a themed verb is versus a skilled-based verb. I use both approaches. I love planning themes because, and I love planning both ways where you're like, oh, we have this fun little basket. We're going to put our verb cards in here and they're going to just be random, you know, flashcards that have verb pictures on it. I love planning that way. But I know in my head when I'm choosing that, that I'm choosing a skilled-based approach and I'm using like an open-ended themed activity to do that. When you're implementing a true themed-based approach, you are picking vocabulary words and verbs that are related to that theme because what you're doing is you're allowing your students to draw connections and have a context with which to access that verb. The thing I like about themed-based therapy is you're building language around a context. And I think my brain just naturally gravitates towards that because I do. I, I look at a category group or I look at a theme or I look at a concept and I start attaching meaning to words that I'm learning that um, like, oh, well, that's a dessert, pumpkins. Oh, yeah, you can make pumpkin bread and you can make pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. And pumpkins I go to the pumpkin patch and what do I see at the pumpkin patch? Well, I see a corn maze, I see tractors. So my brain automatically goes into contextualizing and, and putting words and buckets around a theme. And so your students are going to be able to do that better too when we provide a context and a structure for them to learn these new verbs, like words. And so within a theme, you can help build that context for them around the theme that you're implementing. So for example, if you're doing an Apple theme, you are going to want to jot down different verbs that would be associated with an apple theme. For example, you would have peel, drink, pick, dip, bake. Those would be on your list. So something that you can do just right off the bat is you can jot down all the verbs that you can think of for that particular theme that you want to implement with your students. And a couple of ways that I do that is I will go to enchantedlearning.com. I will also go to wordstouse.com. And I will look at the themed books that I have picked to find those verbs. So that's the first step. And now we're going to talk about three ways that you're going to use these theme verbs in therapy. So let's recap that. First, you're going to pick your theme. And we're going to use apples today as the example. So we've picked our apple theme. And now we're going to go jot down some themed verbs that would be related to that theme. We're going to either go to the Enchanted Learning website and type in apples. 
words to use. We're going to go there and we're going to look at the fall season to find some apple verbs. Or we're just going to look at some picture books that are apple themed and look for the verbs in those books. We're also probably going to picture the activities that we like to do surrounding apples and we're going to jot those things down. And some of the examples for verbs are push because we push a wheelbarrow. We weigh apples. We share apples. We eat apples. We slice apples. We melt the caramel so that we can dip apples in it. All right. So let's talk about the first way that you can use your themed verb list in grammar therapy. There is some research that shows that when you use 24 unique verbs in your therapy session, using the strategy of conversational recasting, your students will learn the graph, the grammatical morpheme more efficiently than, than using, you know, a handful of verbs and trying to explicitly teach them the rules. So let me say that again. When you use 24 unique verbs, so that means 24 different verbs, using the evidence-based practice of conversational recasting to teach a grammatical morpheme, your students are going to learn that morpheme more efficiently. So what that means is that when you're in a session, when you're reading a book, when you're doing a craft, when you're doing an activity, if you can pick your grammatical morpheme such as present progressive tense, and you use 24 different verbs, conversationally recasting them during the activity, this is going to help that student learn that grammatical morpheme. So let's, let's hear an example. So like if we were using apple verbs, we could say he is buying apples. He is selling apple cider. He is weighing the apples. She is eating her caramel apple at the fair. The boys are sharing the apple. And so if you have your word list, your theme word list in front of you, you're going to be able to conversationally recast 24 different verbs. Because let me tell you, I've tried it in therapy in mixed groups, and it's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. So one of the things that I found to be effective is trying to conversational recast with the book that you're reading. So if you have an Apple themed book, you're going to be able to conversationally recast, maybe not while you're reading it. But after you can go back and look at the pictures and conversationally recast for the student or during a craft or during play, you know, so if you have your list there, you can do it. Don't beat yourself up if you're not hitting that 24 unique verbs. What it gave me the permission to do after I read this research article was that I, I don't have to just stick to my little handful of four or five verbs. That's what I was doing. It gave me the confidence to say, no, I'm going to give them a lot of different verbs. And you, in, in, in the past, I used to think like, oh, maybe I'm over, you know, I'm overdoing it because I would model and conversationally recast a lot. And so this gave me the permission to do that. So that's the first way that you can use theme verbs. You can conversationally recast 24 unique verbs. The second way that you can use theme verbs in therapy 
is you can use them to answer WH questions. So you can go deeper with those verbs by having your students answer WH questions, which would also hit some of your students in the group who are working on WH questions. Uh, raise your hand if you have a student who has that goal right now. Well, you can hit two birds with one stone, baby. <laughs> I love it when I can find an activity where I'm like, I'm hitting so many things right now. I start to think I'm a, a rock star SLP at that moment. Because um, some days, you know, I feel like a failure. So if you don't ever feel like you're failing, I, I kind of go, are you even human, right? Okay, second way. Let's get back on track here, Felice. Okay. So, for example, if we were going to be talking about the verb peel, who peels an apple? Well, my mom peels an apple. Um, I could peel an apple. You know, what do you peel an apple with? Well, you can peel an apple with a knife, but you can also peel an apple with a peeler. There are these cool things. And you can even bring some of this stuff in there to have them act out the verbs. Uh, where do you peel an apple? Well, you can peel an apple in the kitchen. You can, if you bring the knife with you, you can peel it at a picnic. You can peel it anywhere, but most people peel it in the kitchen. When do you peel an apple? Well, I usually peel apples when I'm going to bake an apple pie or when I'm slicing apples for a fruit salad. You know, you can talk about when do you do these things? And why do you peel an apple? Well, a lot of people peel apples because they, they tend to not like the skin or they don't want the skin in their apple dessert. So right there, we just answered WH questions. So we targeted those vocabulary words because really our kids need to start understanding like who, what, where, when, and why. And we also drew a context to the, the themed verb that we were trying to use with our student. So again, this goes with my song from the Bee Gees. We went deep. <laughs> How deep is your love? Deep. Yeah, you get it. All right. That is the second way that you can use theme verbs in grammar therapy. Let's talk about the third way that you can use themed verbs in grammar therapy. So something that will help your students is attaching word associations to that verb. And this is the third way that you can use theme verbs in grammar therapy. You can work on word associations. You can draw a graphic organizer that has the verb in the middle. And then you can put things on there with little lines like, where can you do this action? So where can we you know, where can we climb um, in relation to apples? Where can we climb? Well, we can climb a ladder to pick the apples, right? We can climb the trunk of the tree to get to the branches and, and pick an apple. What activities do you do this with this action? What activity do you do climbing? Well, you can climb an apple tree. You can climb a ladder but you can also climb the steps of a slide. So in a, in a sense, you're also wanting to draw on those previous understandings of climb. So you're deeping that understanding that climb could be climbing a slide, climbing a ladder, climbing an apple tree. Then you can even talk about like what body part or items do you need for this action? 
Well, in order to climb something, you need to be able to hold on to a rope or a ladder or some sort of metal, you know, hooks. We need something to hold on to a lot of times when we're climbing, right? And then why is this action important or why do we need it for the activity? Well, if there's apples way at the top of the tree, we need something to climb in order to get that red, juicy, delicious apple. And then on top of that graphic organizer, you know, you can also talk about synonyms and antonyms. What other words mean climb? What other words are the opposite of climb? So you can use your themed verbs to put more word associations for your students. And this helps a lot with our kids who have word finding issues, right? So that is the third way that you can use theme verbs in therapy. So to recap with you really quick, so the three ways to use themed verbs in grammar therapy is number one, you're going to use 24 unique verbs to conversationally recast grammatical morphemes in therapy. And you're going to make a list from your themed book or your themes to, to do that. Then the second way you're going to use theme verbs in therapy is you're going to work on answering WH questions with that verb. And the third way that you are going to use themed verbs in grammar therapy is you are going to use them to make word associations with the graphic organizer. And all you need is a pen and paper, right? <laughs> in the list of themed verbs. Easy peasy. And with that, those are the three ways that you can use themed verbs in therapy. So this next week, I want you to pick one of those ways that you are going to try to implement with your theme in grammar therapy and, and see how it goes. See what worked and what didn't work. If one of the strategies did work for you, I would love it if you tagged me on social media at the Dabbling Speechy, or you can tag me um, on my at themed therapy SLP, because I think other SLPs want to hear from you in the trenches with what is working in terms of theme-based therapy. And that leads me to my last point before I say sayonara is, hey, if you've been loving the Real Talk SLP podcast, you know, I love it when you leave feedback and, and let me know what you're enjoying about the podcast if you're sharing about the podcast on your social media channels, it always helps to get the word out there for other SLPs who are looking for real practical ideas for how to serve their students well. So I hope that this episode was really helpful for you. If you are interested in learning more about themed therapy, I have some other episodes that help you know how to get started and how you can really use themes to cover a lot of different goals. So if you go back to episode 44, that's where I cover how to target various goals using themes. And then episode 45, I go into why I use a theme longer than a week. And I do use a theme longer than a week. And then 46, I talk a lot about how you go deeper with theme vocabulary. In episode 47 of the Real Talk SLP podcast, I share how you can plan themes on a budget and how to do that. All right, Rockstar SLPs, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Don't forget to be the SLP that every kid wants to see and 
keep staying inspired because when you are inspired, your students will stay inspired. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.